All right. I, this is amazing Friday, 1st of May. Spring is sprung. Everybody should be having some good weather here, at least north of the equator, south of the equator. You guys, I think, are going into fall and, and winter, which is still not a bad thing if you live down south. All right. My name is Ron Deere, and I'm coming to you from my home office in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And I am today is today, tomorrow, and Sunday. I'm in a uh, the getting the science of getting rich seminar with Bob Proctor and some other Sandy Gallagher and some other amazing people, and uh, I'm kind of watching it on the side. They're at a break right now, uh, but I wanted to share with you just a couple of things that they talked about. A ton of things, and we're only like in chapter two. Started at six o'clock this morning, my time. But uh, thank you, thank you, Bill. Good morning, Laurie, Cheryl. Good morning. So. Um, first thing, again, and he's only gone through like maybe chapter one or two. Chapter one for sure, chapter two, I think. Um, and, you know, it starts off with just talking about how, and this is kind of a misnomer. Well, the first thing he says is, by the way, and I don't know what, what brought this on, but out of the clear blue, he said, if I was to have to start all over again, I would choose a network marketing business. I would get involved in a network marketing company. Now, he was a guest speaker at our last our convention last year for two and a half hours. I probably think he would join our company, but um, that's a pretty high compliment to the industry of network marketing for someone like Bob Proctor, uh, who can manifest whatever he wants pretty much uh, to say, hey, at the end of the day, if I had to start all over again, I would get involved with a network marketing business or network marketing company. So that was the first thing that kind of impressed me and, and shocked me to a little to extent. So the, the next thing that he was talking about was that, you know, we... If you read that first chapter, it's, it's talking about why you have um, chapter chapter one is the right to be rich, and a lot of people look at being rich and and having a um, a goal or a desire to be rich is a bad thing. They're taught either through their Christian beliefs or their uh, religious beliefs that you know rich people are either bad or pursuing riches is bad and everything, but. They have no problem if I were to say to you, and coming from the Christian aspect of it, being one myself, right? If I were to look at you and say, hey, do you believe that God wants you to be the best person you can and to do the most you can with what you have available to you? 99% of all Christian people or religious people would say, absolutely, absolutely. We should, we should take what we have okay, and do the best that we can with it. Make sure that we have reached an impact in as many lives as possible. Well, the next question to you would be, what do you think, can you do that better as a poor person or as someone who has money? Not the love of money or I'll, you know, murder people to get money or anything like that. Do you believe that you can accomplish your higher purpose easier and better and more fulfilling, more completely with money or without money? I know people that are, well, I'm poor. Like they're wearing it as, as a, a badge of honor or something. And they don't realize that because they're poor, they can't afford to do those things that would allow them to impact a lot of lives and change a lot of lives and bless a lot of lives. But because they've decided to be poor, it's like taking a vow of poverty. What is that? What's all that about? So that you can only be about yourself, you can live in your little monastery and not affect anybody. 
that's, 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 in my opinion, a very selfish thing for people. But the reality is, is that for you to accomplish those things that you can powerfully accomplish because of who God has made you, you need money to do it, right? If, if I want to feed the children of, I don't know, Africa or South America or the, America, right? I need money to do that. Food just doesn't, you know, appear magically. I need I need money to buy the food, to pay the farmers, to however you want to present it. There's money that is incredibly involved. There's incredible amounts of money that are involved. Okay, so we have the right to be rich. In fact, we have the obligation to be rich. We and, and it's not just rich in money, but rich in who we are. And to accomplish what we want to accomplish, it takes money. Now, I'm not. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying here, that you've got to be, you know, a lover of money and, and uh, all of those things that, you know, people want to make bad out of it. I'm just telling you, if your goal is to, you know, build an orphanage and help you know, children who have no families and everything else, it takes money. You can do, you can make the choice to depend, try to depend on other people's money, or you can become rich in your own self and allow yourself to do this. I love my mentor, Robert Hollis. He says, you know, I build this business because I've got thousands of children's mouths that are depending on me because of he uses that money to to uh, give to orphanages and help these these children, right? Okay. That was one of the first things that really hit home, okay? The next thing that really kind of hit home with me was he was talking about how you you – it's like people that talk about multiple streams of income and multiple, you know, businesses and all this stuff. Thank you, Christopher. Hey, Pamela. Carlos, super, super servant leader. Talk about it or an example, right? So all these people that, you know, and we get asked this all the time. In fact, you know, Aaron Parker and a bunch of leaders did an a actual hour Zoom on this the other day about multiple streams of income and so forth. And every single one of them said the same thing. And when Bob Proctor was talking about this, he was talking about uh, Charles Schwab, I think it was. And he was saying, he asked him if he should have multiple streams of income. And he said, you need to have one basket full of eggs and watch and, and master that basket. So Bob Proctor was talking about, he gets offered incredible amount of opportunities every single day. And he says, you know, if it is not totally in line with what I'm doing with my institute and everything, I don't, don't don't even want to hear about it. Totally focused, totally one-sided, totally on one path, totally down the avenue of I am going to become, instead of a jack of all trades, master of none, I'm going to become a master of trade, a jack of none. So, when you're sitting back and saying, "Well, yeah, I've heard I've heard people talk about multiple streams of income," find out who talks about it. Find out how well off they are, how successful they are, compared to the person that masters. You look at athletes. Great example: someone like Michael Jordan. He mastered being a basketball player. Now, did did he have shoe deals and all this other stuff? Absolutely. But he wouldn't have had those without mastering the art of basketball. It's because he was a tall kid walking down the street 
Nike didn't come up and say, excuse me, uh, what's your name? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael Jordan. Uh, you look like someone we could use. Why don't we make a use you in a commercial? All right. Laser focus, laser dedicated, laser committed, laser consistent, becoming a master of your business. Now, for those of us who are in network marketing, that means we, we've got to be like Eric Ward talks about, a network marketing pro. We've got to get laser focused. We've got to stop with the excuses. We've got to stop making, you know, t telling everybody that, you know, oh, I can't do it because of this or I don't have time. I'm checking it out. I'm trying. I'm going to try it for a couple of months, all that stuff. You've got to become laser focused. Make a decision about what you're doing. And that was the last thing. And then uh, I will let you go on this. But I I'm going to probably over the next uh, two days jump in every once in a while with some excerpts from what I'm learning. But that was the last thing that, that really hit home with me is was it all starts with a decision. It all starts with a decision. It all starts with you saying enough is enough. I've had it. I need to change things. I'm making a decision in my business to commit. It's May 1st. What a better day to do it. I'm going to commit. I'm going to make that decision that this is going to be April was for us and our business and our company. <laughs> hey, Jerry West. Awesome. But you and Sonia this morning. Amazing. Um, April was just a phenomenal, phenomenal month for our company. We broke records for people and people were rank advancing. Uh, it, it was amazing, right? May's going to be better. But it all starts with a decision, the decision to do something different to move your business along. Do something that's going to take you and your mindset to that right place that you need to be. Make sure that you're taking every single day working on personal growth. Make sure every single day that you're you're not only looking at mindset, you're looking at skill set, you're looking at tool set, you're looking at the things that you need to take your business to the next level. Make that decision. It all starts with a decision when you decide that you want something more than what you already have. So God bless you all. I can't wait to see you on the next little uh, excerpt from that. I will be so glad when I can get a haircut. Uh, and uh, you have an amazing, amazing Friday. Do something huge today. Take it from here to here to reality. God bless.